Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Vince Quinn, the science guy. Vince, 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 Vince. Vince Quinn, the science guy. Yeah, Mike Angelina's dancing. He loves that theme song, baby. All right. So, a couple of stories for you this evening, this morning, I should say. Now it's just about five. So, this first story, we're going all the way to Israel. And there is a zoo in Israel where Niv, a black macaque, which is a kind of monkey, has adopted a chicken. Yeah. You have a, a monkey and a chicken that... It's not just that they hang out together all the time, but the monkey, Niv, is a bit of a motherly figure to the chicken. And they hang out all the time. They sleep together. Not in that way. Keep your mind clean. But the whole thing is interesting because the monkey, in this case, is not popular with all of the other monkeys of the same species at that zoo. It's an outcast, and it's old enough to find a mate and can't. So it's a weirdo, and this weird monkey has adopted a daughter of sorts in a chicken at the zoo. So this might seem like, you know, like a cute, funny story, but you know what's the weird thing about it? People do this same kind of thing all the time. I remember there was a point where when I was a kid, there was someone that was in my class in grade school who no one got along with. The person was just, they were, they were really obnoxious and they were, I don't know, uh, they were just kind of like really gross and when you're a kid, it was just, they were the kind of person that was really awkward and it, they just didn't fit in. And kids being kids, we didn't help that fact. And this girl ended up being a, a complete outcast. No one in the class hung out with her. And she actually lived on the same block as me. And it got to a point where, and, and there were plenty of other kids in our grade that actually lived on the same block. There were three or four of us. She would go and she would knock up for a different girl that was on the street who was four or five years younger than her. And at this point, I mean, we're talking about 12-year-olds or or 10-year-olds maybe. So she's knocking up for a girl, like a 10-year-old girl is knocking up for like a six-year-old girl to go out and play because none of the other kids accepted her. And so... 
I've seen that firsthand. And and here we have the situation where a monkey goes and adopts a chicken because she can't find a mate and she's lonely. And so it seems like a simple, dumb thing, but I mean, it's really powerful stuff to see this kind of story taking place at the zoo. They actually had to separate this monkey and the chicken from all of the other monkeys of that same species because, yeah, they they would torture this monkey and that you'd figure bad things would happen to the chicken as well. So they had to separate her entirely. The mother even of this monkey that adopted the chicken had to be separated because it gets a hard time from all of the other monkeys. It's treated poorly. And it's something that you can learn from it because, you know, obviously we're connected. We're, we're all related to, to monkeys, except that I'm sorry, uh, ev- or, you know, creationists, but the facts don't lie here. And so when you see it here in monkeys, like you just understand the power of, Having a social connection to someone. There's a, and the sadness, I guess you could say, that comes with isolation. It's hard to not have friends. It's hard to go to a new school, to move to a new town, all those different kinds of things, or to just be weird, right? Just to be the weird guy at a party. Like, I've gone, there's times where I've gone to events and it's just like, what is this dude doing here? You know, he's wearing a Muppets t shirt. What's wrong with him? Like, I, I get it. I've been there and it sucks. And you see it here with this monkey that, that's so outcast and so unappreciated. Hey, he has to find a chicken for a friend. And you think of all these other things that we do. Think of uh, solitary confinement to punish people and how it drives them crazy. Maybe that's not the best thing. Maybe we should reexamine that. There's such a there's such a depth of sadness and isolation and not having friends. And at the same time, you look at the positives of things. Think of the internet. And all these different, you know, for example, Reddit is a is a website that it has groups for everything. If you're a fan of a certain kind of music, a certain band, if you follow maybe a certain politician or you love an author or you're into knitting or whatever. I mean, there's a billion different websites essentially on that website of Reddit and you can find other people that you connect with and build those kinds of relationships. And you see how that all affects us in the way that we behave through the way that you see a monkey adopt a chicken at a zoo in Israel. (laughs) It's crazy stuff, but it's right there in front of your eyes if you look at it. Uh, Another interesting story. This is is a little wacky. The University of Rochester, they asked a thousand people if they do any of 400 different activities. Now, one of the things they found is that people who are outgoing will typically do a couple of things. One is they'll drive a car over 75 miles per hour. Another is they'll gamble a good bit. Another being they'll go to a bar from time to time or maybe six days a week. Uh, But another thing that they found, and this was really peculiar, in people that for whatever reason they were able to determine that these people were smart, or smarter than the average person. Certain things that these people had in common, these smart people, was one, they walk around the house naked. (laughs) Not something I particularly do. Maybe I'm an idiot and I don't understand it. (laughs) Two, they eat spicy breakfasts. I I don't know what that indicates, but I I hope that 
isn't taken too far. You know, this is a sure it's a thousand people and they're, they're asked about it, but coincidences happen. Like, I hope this doesn't get to a point where people say, Oh, well this study said that smart people eat spicy breakfast. I'm going to have little Jessica eat a bottle of Sriracha before she goes to school. No, don't do that. It's a terrible idea. (laughs) You'll have to deliver her new pants by 9 a.m. But apparently a lot of smart people would eat spicy breakfasts. And the other thing is, according to this study, again, from the University of Rochester, smart people are more likely to curse. So if you curse... More than the people around you? Well, hats off to you. You're doing a hell of a job. Now, Mike grabbed the mic as if like, oh, well, let me just curse now to prove how smart I am. <laughs> He's like, yeah, let me get myself fired to prove how smart I am. Exactly. That's- no, but uh, that surprises me because usually curse words are filler words that you just can't think of another word to, to come up with. And if you're smart you tend to have a wide vocabulary well that yeah you know that is an interesting point i'm not sure what it is about cursing that would make it that you're smarter um maybe it's because it's very vague in the way that this study is it's just that people who are smarter are more likely to curse that's really all they say so i don't know if that means that it's you curse in general because there are plenty of people who don't curse at all they just say, you know, on some moral level, they don't want to do it, and they don't. Plenty, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to say that everyone who doesn't curse is an idiot, uh, but, you know, this is a study with a small sample size, and, hey, it's interesting. And that's the other thing. They asked a 1,000 people 400 different things. So, like, it could be that uh, a, an odd number of really smart people in this study tend to... I don't know. They love the Macarena. Like, it's just weird things, you know, weird coincidences. So, like, I don't know what to make of it. But yeah, and back to the cursing thing, it also means that they're usually you're frustrated and a task isn't going the way you thought it was. And if you're smart, you like, I, I don't know, I'm just I'm kind of picturing, like, assembling something and you're not getting it lined up right. So you may just curse. But, like, I, I, I would imagine that a smarter person would be a little more uh, successful in doing whatever task that is. Well, you know what? Actually, Mike, now that you mention it, assembly, like, as you're talking about assembling something to make you curse, I can think of all of the things that have been assembled, like Ikea furniture will make you curse. That's what I was thinking yes, of, actually. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Ikea cur- furniture, like, their slogan underneath the sign as you walk in the store says, we'll make you curse. Uh, so they do that. Ikea does that. And the other thing is children's toys a lot of times if you step on them or yeah well, well just putting them together like there was uh there was this one I was at a party recently it was a birthday party for a little boy he was maybe 5 years old 4 years old and he got this little play like tub in the backyard it, it was it looks like almost like a bird fountain but it had like these little plastic you know things that you could uh play with like little balls and there was like a ferris wheel attached to it and all this stuff and we're, there's, Wait, what? there's a ferris wheel attached to the play tub yeah pretty much it, was, it wasn't like a full-size ferris wheel you could put little figures in it and like spin them around okay but uh i, I did try to hop in and i couldn't fit that's how i found out but we had four adults that are trying to assemble this thing, and it's all the, it's all just plastic, and it's only a couple of pieces. But it was like this damn mother effing like he just he just couldn't do it. 
Right, right. So, uh, you know, th- that kind of stuff will upset anybody and make anyone curse. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But th- this study said that smarter people walk around the house naked, they eat spicy breakfast, and they're more likely to curse. If you feel like you need to be smarter, maybe do all those things. I don't know. Uh, I will say this. Like, pay attention. This, this is something that I do, at least. Because, like, being in this business, look, it's an entertainment business. So I'm on the radio. I'm talking to a lot of people. Sure, I want to talk about sports and be knowledgeable about sports. But if you don't find what I'm saying interesting, I'm not doing a good job. And so I try to take famous entertainers one way or another, whether I think they're really good or not. If you're able to be famous as a musician or as uh, someone who's doing a television show or you're an actor, like whatever makes you amazing at what you do, whatever habits you have, I do try to study those habits. So if you're trying to do things to make your life better, like, hey, look, maybe eating spicy breakfast isn't the answer for you. And I understand that. But, hey, pay attention to, you know, people you think are smart. People you think are successful, try to follow their habits. See what it does. Might help you out a bit. Uh, Another interesting thing that's going on. This is a wild story. So Bill Gates, and, and this is how you know it's legit. Bill Gates and Richard Branson, who is the eccentric virgin guy, uh, virgin mobile and all that kind of stuff. They have uh, teamed up as part of a donation. It's $17 million or so to a company called Memphis Meats. Now, you probably haven't heard of Memphis Meats, but they do something that is particularly fascinating, and it might disgust you to hear the sound of it. What Memphis Meats does is they make lab-grown meat. Lab-grown meat. Yeah. You might be thinking, I don't know what that means. I'm still not entirely sure myself, and I studied them a little bit. My general understanding is this. What they do is they have cells. You you know, you've heard the things before of, like, stem cells and how scientists can get those and make all sorts of different things out of them. Well, what these scientists have been doing is they have animal cells. So cells from a cow, cells from a chicken, cells, cells from a duck, and they're able to... I guess, uh, multiply these cells and grow them into meat. And they, they serve it. Like, it's a product that's out in a very limited capacity right now, at least in a testing phase. They are making actual meatballs, chicken breasts, duck fillets. They're, they're there. You can, they're real. And you can have them. They're grown in a lab. Think about that. That's amazing. And here's the thing about it. When it comes to meat, it's all it's all such a tricky business because you have to, all right, say you are someone that's a cow farmer, right? So you've got all this cattle and you need a lot of space for them to go and eat. You need a lot of grass for them to eat. So that's going to be a lot of space. Then you've got to make sure that you've got them all fenced in and you're watching them all the time. And, you know, no wolves getting the sheep, like <laughs> that kind of thing. So you got to protect your livestock. You've got to feed them all the time. You have to clean them. You have to, uh, you know, just deal with cleaning the facilities around them. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And the process of processing meat, all the resources that go into that, it 
it's not the most environmentally friendly thing. In fact, there was a study that said agriculture is 51% of the gas emissions that we produce. 51% is agriculture. So when you're in a situation where in a lab you can go and just grow meat, you're cutting all of that out of the process. And here's the other thing, and this is more important to most people, is you're not killing an animal. You're not killing a cow. You're not killing a chicken. You're not killing a duck. You're just growing cells in a lab and making essentially the same product. Wow. That is amazing. And think of where that can go. They're already doing it right now. And now Bill Gates backed it. So you know it's going somewhere, and you're going to see it sometime soon. And they're not the only company that's doing it. So uh, pretty amazing and great thing going on there, and something you may have never heard of, lab-made meat. But it's out there. So that is your episode of Vince Quinn, the Science Guy. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the Phillies and uh, some other news and notes around the uh, social media world. I'm Vince Quinn. You can find me on Twitter at It's Vince Quinn, and this is Sports Radio 94 WIP. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.